This is a Burn FM podcast. Welcome back to Asian Variations, a podcast where we talk about trendy and relatable topics for our generation and for the Asian community in the UK. Welcome back to another season of Asian Variations. If you're new here, I'm Megan. Uh, I'm Evie. And I'm Maya. Sorry, we're in a different location today, so if it sounds a little bit different, it's because we're not in our usual recording Mm. studio. Yeah, and I'm very sick, so sorry guys if my voice is rough but bear with (laughs) we will bear with um so if you're if you're new here welcome and if you've been here since season one welcome back we're so excited to be back i know that there's not like loads of listeners but like (laughs) this is like a fun thing that we like to do so yeah Uh, yeah if you haven't checked out our first season we talked about dating relationships we talked about um, films and talks about superstition. So if you haven't listened to our last season, please take a look at it if you have time to. <laughs> yep, um, you can always go to Burn FM's podcasting on, yeah, Spotify. on Spotify. And yeah. there's also a link in our Instagram mm. at Asian <laughs> underscore variations. You will be hearing that yep. again at the end of the podcast. Um, so this week's topic, we thought we'd do something that's a bit easy to talk about. So we decided that we do school and education. Um, and you know it's the beginning of the school year and I thought it'd be interesting to talk about maybe the differences between maybe like the Asian and the UK schools, um, uh, the different structures, uh, you know how they discipline their students, uh, reward systems, things like that Um, and talking to my mum like I know there are a lot of differences so I thought it'd be interesting for the listeners to hear something about this as well. Um, yeah, and also just to let everyone that's listening know, to know that um, everything that we're going to talk about is just mainly our experiences from what we know. Might be a little bit research in it, but don't take our don't take it, f- you know, literally. Like yeah, it's, it's just just our don't quote us as well. Found. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, do you want to start talking about the Hong Kong? Yeah. System? So um, first thing that we want to talk about is the school systems in like the UK and well for me from Hong Kong um because I know that UK has like loads of different schools because we're okay yeah we're mainly talking about secondary schools I know that in the UK there's like what college grammar school what I don't (laughs) know so in the UK um we have I'm trying to think. So we have uh, obviously primary schools and secondary schools. There's also grammar schools, which are basically just better schools, I guess. There's also private schools that you have to pay for. But actually in the UK, they're public schools, and then public schools in the UK are called state schools. Um, So those are the ones that you don't have to pay for. But I think in America, public schools are like the ones that everyone goes to, and then private schools are what you pay for. Then here, public schools are like publicly funded, so that's why they're called public schools. Um, but yeah, for so some grammar schools you have to pay to go to, some you don't. So and okay, what schools that you guys go to then? I went to a state school, a very small school. Um, I think there was like a thousand students from year seven to eleven, and then it also had a sixth form attached to it. Yeah, so I went to like two secondaries, but my first, well, both of them were state schools. But the first one was non-religious, and the second one was Catholic. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about that because yeah. it's Catholic schools, C of E schools. Mm. Uh, so C of E is Church of England. So that's like the Protestant branch of Christianity. Uh, I feel like schools in the UK are mostly secular. I would say it's just like Catholic schools and C of E schools. But even then, it's like there's not that much religion. But I feel like Catholic schools are quite religious heavy from oh, what yeah, I've heard. Yeah, for sure. So like compared to my first second year that I went to, that wasn't obviously religious. Like when I went to Catholic, obviously you had to like pray every like tutor mm. and then you have to like obviously do a little prayer sometimes, like mass is it called, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes like the priest comes in or whatever mm. and we had a little like, I don't know what to call it, but like a little church in our secondary oh, as like well so chapel? you could just go there. To, yeah, like a chapel, yeah, oh, that's yeah. it. So like people can just pray and stuff. Mm. Oh, you had a chapel in your school? Yeah, we had a chapel. I mean, Actually, that reminds me of yeah. primary school as well, that we had, like, a vicar come in. Yeah. And, like, they would... Did you go to a religious one? No, I, my school wasn't a religious school. Oh, and, okay. Like, a vicar would come in, and he would, like, tell us about, like, stories about Jesus and, like, and about Christianity and, like, why we should all be kind to each other kind of thing. Now that I think about it, I'm like, hmm, that's a bit... My school wasn't... Well, I don't think my school was a religious school. Yeah. For me in Hong Kong, I went to one year of a religious school. So in Hong Kong, yeah. Um, same as the UK, you have like your public funded public schools mm. and also you have private schools, you have international schools. I went to a bit of everything in secondary school, to be honest. I went to a public school and I went to, I don't know if it's a private school. You went to an international school as well. Like, and then I went to international mm. school after. Like I went one year, one year, and then the rest I did international mm. school. Public school is like literally so common all like the top most of the top schools in hong kong are public schools like i don't know if you guys have this in the uk but schools in hong kong are like oh actually i feel like because hong kong was really colonized so like most of the names in in the schools are like based on like uk yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like king's King's college queen's college Um, or th- also it's based on like a lot uh, there's a lot of like religious school like, like what St. Mary yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah, St. Stephen's uh, St. Yeah. Stephen girls oh yeah there's also a lot of like girls school boys school it's like a big yeah. thing oh, in yeah, Hong Kong as well schools, yeah. um, high schools are like separated so high schools are girls schools and grammar schools are boys schools usually oh okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you can get private primary schools as well yeah which is quite funny in my in my opinion but um. so like if you go to like a private school or like um i don't know a grammar school i went there for like a few weeks for sixth form because i was like oh okay let's see how grammar school is but it's there's so much of a difference compared to um not difference but compared to like state schools because it's literally from primary school sometimes all the way up to like sixth form mm-hmm. and like obviously the attire and stuff you have to wear is like formal and they don't really let you out even in sixth form so that's why I changed. Did you not well. have a uniform at secondary school? Yeah but it's like you know how it's just less they were really strict with it if you get what I mean. They were I feel like strict. School was, my school was quite strict with it but mm. it became an academy when my so my sister she's five years older than me and then um, before it used to be like a public school mm. and then it turned into an academy oh. and that's when they changed the uniform. Yeah. So we got like clip-on ties and like a blazer and like, mm. um, you know, how it's a school show and stuff. Um, for your schools, is like the classes really big? Like how does it work? So do you all like stay in the same class or do you like move around classrooms for different classes? Oh yeah, we mm. move around classrooms for different classes. So 
uh, teachers have their, mm, usually teachers have their own classroom. Um, and then we move around depending on the mm. class. In primary school, you have one classroom per year. Um, and then you have the same teacher for that year. That's what usually happens. Yeah, I think for every subject. Well, that's mm. what mine was. Yeah, and then you have every subject there. So history, English, um, French, whatever, you have in the same classroom. But then secondary school, you have a different classroom for mm. each subject. Um, and then the way my school was laid out, like you had different corridors for like one of our languages, maths corridor, science corridor, um, humanities corridor, then you move around. And then usually the teachers would have their own classroom. But then... Um, sometimes if it was like a substitute teacher then they would have a different office or something and then they would move into the classroom. Um, I was going to say like because for me when I went to and a lot of my a few of my friends also went to public school in Hong Kong and it is the same as it's the same as um, primary schools in the UK so apart oh. from when you start having electives uh -huh. like in maybe like higher years yeah. of secondary mm -hmm. they all have everything in the same classroom and then they're in the same class every oh, year not every year actually right, yeah it's like that in japan to your classroom yeah and yeah then yeah you get assigned a classroom so you're in class like 2a or something yeah it's like it depends on your school some schools have like s different ways of saying their class but it's always like oh form one one a b c d e mm. Form two, two. Oh yeah, they call it forms here. I don't know what do you guys. You just call it like year one, year two, year seven, year eight, year nine. Yeah, in Hong Kong, it's like form one, two, three, four, five, six for secondary school. Oh. Yeah, we have different sets in classes as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like set one, two. What did it go down to? Like mine went down to I think set three was the lowest one. But then in so okay, this is a bit complicated. So in year seven to nine. We had, um, so we had our whole year, and that's maybe like 110 people. And then I think they split that into two. So there was X mm. band and Y band. Oh. So that's 50, that's 50 percent of each one. And then within each band, there's uh, there's sets. Um, mm. That was only for that was only for English, math, and science, I think. Oh. But then for other subjects, there weren't sets. And then for those other subjects, we had different classes, and then we would stay with those classes. So for like French or history. Um, or for PSHE or something, then we would just stay with those classes. But that wasn't about like intelligence or anything. Mm, yeah, that's the same. I mean, like languages, like everyone was in mm, there. Everyone's in the same class. Mm, except from like, you know, like the main top is like English, math, and then they put you into yeah. the sets. But I never had like the split groups, maybe because like my school wasn't as big. Maybe. Mm. But then when we got to year, I think when we got to year nine, they um, merged the whole year for. In just English, math, and science mm. again, and then they put us in six different sets. Mm. So then it was like top set, and then second set, and then mm. uh, set two, set three, set four, and then all the way down to set six, I mm. think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I went to international school, I had that. Like, but I know that sets and you know stuff like that. It's really common in public schools in Hong Kong, like local schools as well. But when I went to international school, I think when we got to GCSEs, obviously, like you had your different science classes and all that because people do like double science triple science and all that yeah, yeah. and like it basically works like similar to uk schools mm -hmm. but like for um for like sets um usually top like in math it's a big thing it's like they're set one to set eight you do the you do like for it, this is for gcse you do like the higher paper i think and then, yeah, I think that was the same. or like set. Oh no, actually no. There's eight sets that do like the same paper, and then the top three or four sets do like an extra paper or something. I don't, I don't even remember, oh. advanced math or something. 
don't quote me on that but and then if you're below set nine or something you do like yeah so there's there's up to set set 12 there's up to set 12 yeah so 12 yeah how many people did you have in your year oh there's a lot of people i think there's more than 150 people in my year like uh, my year is really big. That's a yeah. lot. How, my how school is really big. Sets though, all the way to set 12. But how many students were in each class? Um, Like 15. Oh, that's so Ooh. small. Yeah, because as is like around what, 30 basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think like around 25. I think, cla- to be honest, because our school was quite, like the building was quite old, I think the classroom sizes were built for like, maybe like 25 to 30 mm. students. But then as the school kept getting more students, it's like, I think they're like struggling to accommodate because now they're getting like 30 to 35 students in a class. I think um, in public school or in local schools, mainly it's around 30 to 36 people Whoa, in a class. 36? Like for, for like, teacher. for general, like, you know, you know, in the big classrooms, but then when you split into like your small elective groups, it's obviously like smaller because it's electives and like people do different things. But like in general, and as the years go by, the classes get bigger for some reason so like especially for primary school like when I was in primary school I went to like a local a kind of local school and then um my class was like 30 30 people sometimes 28 but then I went back maybe like three or four years after I graduated primary school and the class sizes were up to 40 Oh, crazy yeah, no, man. Yeah, crazy. That, I went when I go back to my primary school, or like when I ask my cousins or something, they tell me that the primary school I used to go to, there was maybe like thirty of us. I think maybe a little bit less than thirty. And then now, because there's so many kids, they've had to split each year into two. Um, and then like they have like two different classrooms for each year because there's just too many kids to accommodate into one class, which is like insane. Yeah. Wait, okay. So when you were in school, um, secondary. Okay. Should we talk about like like more upper years in secondary school Mm. how was your like your tip let's talk about gcse onwards is that a bit is the memory a bit clearer from there (laughs) yeah Yeah. i guess so Uh, how was your typical day like so you wake up go to school and how was your day like uh my day i think the school day started at 8 45 and then they reshuffled the timetable a few times so before we used to have two lessons and then uh we had like a tutor period and then break and then two more lessons and then lunch and then two more lessons but then they started moving around and then it was choose time first thing in the morning until nine nine or five or something and then it was like two lessons break two lessons break and then two lessons and then done and then we finished school at um 3 15 so yeah and then lunch was usually like an hour but then after a while they started introducing like uh so we had houses in our school and then, so it was kind of split Same. split the school into like four. So we had, um, our houses were named after birds. So it was Kestrel, Osprey, Kestrel, Osprey, Harry, and Eagle. And then it was it was literally the Harry Potter colors. Oh, and I was like, cute. anyway. Um, and then, yeah, so after a while they, I think I was like year nine or something. They started introducing like, lun- like this first half of lunch would be like two houses and the second half of lunch would be two houses. Oh. It was really weird. And then also, I remember they also introduced, like, choose time before lunch or something. I can't remember. It was something like that. Yeah. Mine was normally, like, either in the morning for tutor mm-hmm. or, like, after lunch. But, like, in the Catholic school, obviously, mm. you have to pray, do the mm. Holy Mary. Yeah. I had to pray, but still to this day, I do not know that prayer. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's actually really weird. People that went to religious schools, even if it was primary school or secondary mm. school, everyone still remembers the Lord's Prayer. And it's like, oh, I can't, I can't remember though. it. But not I, me though. I did not, I did not know it. <laughs> yeah. I taught it. I feel like when I was in secondary school, my timetables were quite similar to you guys. Mm. I, I wish I knew how uh, public schools or local schools in Hong Kong work for secondary school, like upper secondary school timings. Mm -hmm. But from what I know, it's just like you go to school around like 8.30, the day starts. But like, 8.30? Yeah, 8.30. And then you have like your first two lessons and then break. And then usually the break's like 30, 20, 30 minutes. And then... Oh, whoa, 20, 30 yeah. minutes. Our break was like 15, 20 minutes, I think. Yeah, 20, it, depends, it depends on your school. No, not break, like just like midday no. break. And I think you have like... 20, 30 minutes, that's so long. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, we had like 15, 20 minutes. That's and then so the, short. And then lunch, was like, no, lunch was an hour. Yeah, no. And then our know. day break was about 15, 20 minutes. I think for them, like, because local school, I think their lunch is like an hour as well. But like, you know what? I'm going to look back at my timetable and realize everything I said was wrong. So this is just yeah. from my memory, but I'm low-key scared I'm completely wrong. Same. I mean, honestly, like, for, for from what I know, it really depends on your school. Because I know mm. that some prestigious, prestigious schools have, like, more classes Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, at the high school, my friends went to a high school, and then I think they told me they had nine classes a day. Yeah. And then each class, or maybe 10 classes a day or something, and then each class was 30 minutes. Our classes were 50 minutes, like 55 zero. 50 yeah, minutes. yeah. But I think they had 10 classes, and then they were 30 minutes long, but oh, they would have like, like double 40 or yeah. lessons sometimes. Yeah, I, is, I think it was a lot. Oh, this is, bringing back, this is bringing back so many memories for me. Yeah. Sorry, I was like, that's so intense. Mm. 30 minutes, I would not be able to suck that knowledge in. Yeah, it's like, go. well, if yeah. you have 30 minutes, then it's like, you need five minutes to like, set up, and, five yeah. minutes to set up, and then you've only really got 20 minutes yeah. to learn them. And then even that, like, once if you're struggling, yeah. and then like, the teacher's like, sorry, I can't help you. Oh, <laughs> Gotta get to your next class. Yeah, intense. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say, like, when I went to international school, the days were quite similar to you guys. Like, mm. maybe because, like, you know, it's a is a semi-British mm. school. It has a British name, mm. but the principal was Australian. Oh, so that's funny. Then they say, we're not a British school, so mm. but then it's quite similar to the UK. My housemate's Malaysian, and she was telling me that her school, like, they didn't have any breaks or something. They got, like, five minutes for lunch. Like, this was, like, her primary school or something. Five and they got minutes. five minutes for lunch. And then everyone else got 15 minutes, but then because she was a prefect, she got five minutes of, like, lunch and playtime, and then after that, she'd have to be patrolling for her break or something. And I was like, Ooh. you did a whole school day. And she was like, yeah, we started at like 7 a.m. Or like her secondary school, she had to like get up at 5 a.m. because she had to drive like an hour to school or something. An hour. And it started at 7 a.m. Did she at least get paid? No, because oh. she was a child. You're prefect. <laughs> yeah, prefect is like leadership post. Yeah, it's like head boy, head girl, oh. prefects. Sorry. When you said prefects, I was like, uh. <laughs> Anyways, should we get into like extracurriculars that we you did in school or like that was common in school? You know how like some schools have like all oh, our school sport or like you know our school prides herself in the blah 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 sport or like there's a sport like that everyone really did that, i can't lie but i also was not very in the sports scene yeah. i was more of like um in my first secondary because i was so lucky some schools um they can fund like uh what's it called lessons so mm. i'd get it for free so i'd just play the violin Whoa. so i used to do that in between my lessons. Oh, that's so yeah, nice. Yeah, it was so nice, but then I stopped because I got stage fright. Because my teacher forced me to go on stage. After that, I was like, nah. No, it's scary, yeah. Mm, scary. 
But it was still good, like, to get, like, some schools have that uh, support. I think our schools mm. had that as well. Like, some people would, like, just leave halfway through classes yeah. to go to their music lessons. Yeah, that's what I used to do. Uh, yeah, I actually forgot about that until you yeah. just said that. Or, like, um, well, to be fair, some schools don't provide it. Like, my Catholic school um, that I went to after, you had to pay to get like your own instrument. Wealthier schools <laughs> don't tend to fund... I mean, classes. I didn't think my first school was wealthy. Like, we were probably... As in, as in like, schools yeah. are wealthier, don't fund things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... You're yeah. right, actually. Because, like, usually yeah. people can, like... Yeah. Yeah, but I think for my... From what I know, in Hong Kong, a lot of people play basketball. Basketball oh, yeah, is a big basketball. sport in yeah. the local school like scene. You know, there's this thing in Hong Kong. There's um, the basketball game, the boys' basketball game in a high school league. It's so intense. Like, you know, they, like, the winning teams, they're funded by, like, Adidas and Nike. What? Yeah. What? Their, their jerseys are funded by Nike. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, literally, it's, like, they have their own little, you know, support group as well. Mm. Obviously, like, you have, like, your the people from your school that are supporting it and you have like other people that are like oh my god yeah you know today uh ying was playing like we're gonna go watch them they're yeah, so like cool people get like, scouted yeah. right for their sports yeah like literally when i was in primary school i played basketball a lot mm. and then um it was like we were in a pretty good like league as well i think mm. and there was like scouts that come to our games to oh. look at people and like we had to make connections to go get into secondary school Whoa. and a lot of people get into secondary schools on like sports scholarships just with sports scholarships Whoa. and stuff i think yeah. i don't know i w i really wasn't in the sports scene but like i i definitely know my school did sports but i don't know if it was that intense i think i was just unaware of Ooh. what was going on to be honest um, okay. It was like we didn't really was we weren't really known for anything, but we did do sports. Mm. I was not paying attention though. I yeah, hated same. sports yeah, so much. I was not until the last year they had like a dance uh, class. Oh. So instead of doing like you know like actual PE, yeah, we just do dance like just grooving, oh, and it was okay. so nice as well. I even after like you know practicing your GCSE, practicing, practicing you know mm. your subjects and stuff for your GCSEs, uh, it would be nice. Uh, Okay, since you guys said you're not in the sports scene, <laughs> what academic, what, what like, do you do like academic clubs or did you join any like, you know, orchestra, choir? And I can't like lie. Any I can't remember any clubs I did at school. I don't even know we in had Asia, clubs. school clubs are such a big thing. Like mm. in Japan, it's a requirement that you're part of a school club. Oh, really? Like you have to be at least part of one club. Yeah, I think, I don't know if it's at least, or, but you have to be part of a club. But I don't think yeah. I had anything in my school from the top of my head mm. because, like, I only knew about, like, clubs or, like, societies when I joined uni, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But we didn't really do anything. It was just more of sports-heavy, if anything. If you did a club, it'd be sports. Yeah. I think, though, I'm pretty sure there were clubs. I just didn't join them because none of them were, like, interesting to me. Because hmm. I know that um, in Asia, um, yeah, as you, what you said, like, in Japan... Like clubs are a big thing. Like in Hong yeah. Kong as well, clubs are a big thing. Yeah. Mainly it's um, let me think. F in my school, debate was a big thing. I think mm -hmm. and like what Model UN, UNICEF. Yeah, Model UN. What is that? Because I always hear about like in America, like yeah. in American shows, they're like, oh, you know, like she's such a model student. Like she did Model UN and like she did this and she's got a four point GPA. And I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what half of those things mean. Basically, Model UN, you know, okay, you guys all know the UN, right? Yeah. So, Model UN is basically, like, you join the club and you form, like, a senate 
not Senate. It's not called Senate, but like you are a country. Yeah. Basically, when you, when you go to model UN, you are a country. You, your team is a country. Oh, okay. You're okay. representing a country. Uh-huh. So um, I think it's basically like I'm not really familiar with the, what the UN is. I'm not really from. I don't do politics. I'm not really like a political person. But I know that what they do is like they have different posts, same as the actual UN. Yeah. And when you go to um, like, let's say, I think every year they have like a competition or something and there's mm-hmm. like a theme. And like, let's say the theme is climate change. Uh-huh. Right. Um, so you go there and then you represent a country. So let's say, oh, you're representing um, you're representing the United Kingdom uh-huh. and you're representing like. I don't know, the United States of America. Uh-huh. So you have to speak like you're from the United States of America. Uh-huh. So you are representing it. So you have to like know the, s- the history, like uh-huh. what's going on now and like what the, like if it's climate change. Tense. Yeah, what is mm-hmm. it like now? So it's kind of really academic mm-hmm. and it's kind of like an intense like like debate yeah. competition. Secondary, like mm-hmm. you guys do a lot. Like yeah. Actually, I think mm. all the extracurricular stuff I did wasn't with school. Like I did some, I did swimming until I was like 13 and I did badminton like mm-hmm. just like locally at my leisure center. I did Kumon as well. I don't know if anyone mm-hmm. else, you know, the, I have to represent oh, Everyone Asian. did Every, Kumon. I, like I went to your house. Yeah, I would like to flex. <laughs> I say I completed the mask come on all the way until the final level like that's how much of a nerd i was but anyway that is kind of a flex we love intelligent women thank you that's women why you're STEM. studying math now yes women in stem yeah uh, i did piano as well i volunteered as piano. well at like, primary schools oh yeah um, there's this like girl scouts group called brownies oh my god i, volunteer- I did brownies too i volunteered because i didn't actually do it when i was younger i just yeah. volunteered with them um, and oh. I just like helped them out and I like, did the crafts and stuff. It was quite cute. It was, it was really easy and it was very chill. Yeah, brownies is so fun. Like I remember yeah, so they fun. had like that cute like brown dress. Uh, the uniform actually changes like every so often. Really? So, yeah, I remember uh, one time we had to do, we were like celebrating like the anniversary of brownies or something. And then one of the activities was to like look at the different uniforms. Yeah. And there's like the uniforms now, it's like you have like brown leggings and like a t-shirt or something that says brownies. You can get like a jumper as well or you can get like, I can't remember. But yeah, the, like the thing changes. And before it used to be like, like a cardigan and like a pleated skirt um, yeah. and like a like a little ribbon. Yeah. Like it like changes. As it I know on. that for uh, the boys in my school, they did Boy Scouts. Well, it's mm. called Scouts in general, but like yeah. most of them were boys. And like... I can't remember what... what I'm thinking of what what sports the boys would do and what like the... I feel like the boys other, want... Other, I mean, it's like bad, but the girls one was stuff. more crafts and the boys one was more like survival, like camping. But then as you got older, I think, because it was like brownies and the next one was, was it guides? I can't girl remember. Girl guides. I was girl, in girl guides no, girl in guides secondary like school. The general, that's what it the was name. like brownies the and then it was girl, sca- girl guides because I remember I girl did guides? brownies for all of secondary, all of primary. And then when I did sure girl guides, because I remember it was in like the same building when I bought the uniform. And then they had like different, so it's like, oh, when you're younger, you're, um, rainbows, something, oh, was yours rainbows? For us, it was like something, something bees. Cause I did it. And I remember my mom signed me up for, um, what's that? For something like related to brownies. I think it's under the same like association Uh in kindergarten. Uh And I did it in primary and I I really liked rainbows. Yep. Is it? It's called rainbows. I don't remember. Rainbows is like really little kids, I think. Yeah, it's for like little babies, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Until, 
like age of sex or something yeah and then yeah i feel like stuff like that yeah the the people who joined that for like a long time have a big sense of belonging to it when the older one i think the older one was scouts because my friend did that like my a lot of my friends did that and that was quite that looked quite fun like they used to like go like canoeing or like they would like build stuff and yeah. they'd like go on trips and things. It looked really cute, but um This I really like ties me. into like the whole like student leadership thing. <laughs> now that I think about it. Because we wrote down this thing called student relation student leadership, right? Mm. So I'm thinking like you know how um I don't know if you guys had it in school, but like you know how um when you get like a post in school, you get like a little badge or like a little thing that you sew on your blazer. I signed up to be a prefect and I got a little badge that we were allowed to put on our ties. Yeah, there's a little head boy, head girl, yeah. like a little gold badge to say that that was it. Deputy head girl. Ooh. Mm. Wow. I don't think I got a badge though, because when we were in sixth form, we didn't need to wear a uniform. Mm. So we, I don't think we had like a badge or anything. Mm. But then I remember in, um, oh, what was it called? In like year 11, there was prefects, but there was also like, Oh, uh, it wasn't head boy and head girl, but it was like for each house, there was like a house captain. Oh, house that was it. Yeah, yeah, house captain and then like vice captain. Yeah, as well. yeah, and yeah. They got badges as well. Yeah, and how in my school, house captains were such a big thing. Mm. Like, if you're a house captain, you're f- powerful. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't you have swear. Power? You're, wow. You have power. Like, you're power. You're gonna have to bleep that out. Yeah. Um, uh. But yeah, there's also what. But to be fair, I think even though we had stuff like that, I don't feel like they that we did much like it was more like just like just to say that you're a prefect or head girl head boy like we didn't actually have any responsibility did you guys have to like you know go through like interviews or like you know what like yeah elections and stuff yeah yeah, we had to do that was like a popularity contest (laughs) (laughs) student rats for your tutor or whatever oh yeah, yeah yeah Um, I remember that when you were on about voting, but I never wanted to like vote myself. And I'm like, uh, no, uh, no, I can't. No, I, no secondary school. I actually had trauma from that. I can't yeah, think about that. Literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, whoa, that yeah, I really forgot about that. Um, yeah, I think uh, also it's kind of bad, but sometimes they would just pick um, like good students to, like talk to like governors or something. So it didn't actually matter if you were head boy, head girl. I don't know. Like it just. I don't feel like it did anything really. I mean, you can put it down your CV. Yeah, true, Ooh. true. Honestly, yeah, that's obviously what got me into this uni. Um, no, honestly, <laughs> I don't think it counted for anything. But um, I mean, it's fun to do it. And then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like school just like wasn't that strict about it. Like yeah. compared to, uh, no, definitely definitely compared to the UK, like age is so much stricter yeah. with school. Yeah, stuff. and it's just so much more. St- I feel like so, um, much, so, so much, much, much more, more stress and intense around like school. I feel like a lot of like people who a lot of students in Hong Kong, a lot of young people in Hong Kong, especially and Asia. I th- I would say for East Asia especially, yeah. who who like, um, you know, get like a lot of mental health problems or like start getting a, um, a lot of mental health complications, health complications. Mm. Um, a lot of the roots are coming from academic stress. Like, oh, yeah, oh absolutely. I can't impress my parents. I can't yeah. be as good as my peers. Because yeah. in our s- in Hong Kong, we had like a banding system for schools. So it's like band one schools are like prestigious schools. Yeah. And then band two is like semi-prestigious. And band yeah. three is like, mm, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, well, how, what, how low does it go? Band three. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, so to s- stay in a band one school, 
you have to work for it like you don't just get in there for nothing so mm. it's like the stress of keeping up with your peers mm. keeping on top of your game yeah. going to cram school after school oh god cram yes, school. cram school you guys had cram school what, what is cr- like yeah what is cram school um i wouldn't say it's called cram school because mm. in japan they have cram school but i s- like it's just where you go after school to study more like tutors like you know you can like hire tutors for like i don't know gcse's how yeah. is it like that yeah. basically for me in primary school i went to like a center and mm-hmm. they did a bit of everything there but then obviously like in secondary there are some the centers don't cover some of the subjects oh, yeah. especially i went to international school at the like for my last few years mm-hmm. so like obviously i had like my science tutors because I was so bad at biology. <laughs> and then I had like my math tutor. Mm. Um, and then for, for a period of time, I had an English tutor as mm. well. But I really didn't need an English tutor. I wasn't bad at English. Like I just wanted, oh. like, I just wanted someone to like offer me guidance. Mm. And I had like a tutor for m- my essay. It's called extended essay. But I think there's another for EPQ. A-levels. Yeah, it's EPQ for it's A-levels. EPQ. But then it's called extended essay for oh. IB. Oh yeah, yeah the But then yeah, for me I had like a tutor for a bit of everything and it's just like really stressful at times because wha- if you think about it like you're at school since like 8am yeah. and then after that I probably have like an hour to travel to all my classes and sometimes I have to finish my homework as well in between class in between my tutoring classes. So the I went to international school so I had it easy I would think. Like if you went to like a local like prestigious band one top school and you have to keep up with your game yeah, with everything on. with also like sports mm. and music because in like the i know i'm talking a lot now but like <laughs> it's just like <laughs> okay. i can't imagine that yeah <gasps> okay um i know that in so in the uk we only have exams technically we have an exam in year two which is called sats and then year six another set of sats because it's the end of every key stage and then we have GCSE when we're 16, and then we have A-levels when we're 18. But in Japan, you have an exam at the end of every single year. And like, you have exams at the end of every year, but you also have assessments at the end of every semester. Um, yeah. And like, that's really, that's quite a common thing in East Asia, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so like you're constantly yeah. doing exams and assessments. And like in the UK, if you do badly in assessments, it's like, oh, it's whatever, you just need to see where you are. But like in Japan, if you do value in your assessments, they like they count for something, so it's always stressful. Yeah. I think. I yeah, I really because okay, basically, I read this thing about suicidal rates in Hong Kong. I, I don't remember where is it. It was actually on my laptop when I was reading it just now. But apparently, like, there was this thing. Like, I think it says in the past in May or something this year, mm-hmm. seven school kids committed suicide Whoa. in a month in one month yeah that's right like i don't know what do you guys think about yeah, that i think that's really bad because that's a lot of students do you know what i mean and like getting stressed out and i feel like i mean in hong kong do they have a good like uh mental support system uh, absolutely well? not no offense yeah. but definitely not so that's probably mental health isn't well, like a yeah. thing in Asia. Mm. It's very um. I feel like strange idea. Yeah, I think. in the UK, like I think mental health is becoming more like you know looked after basically. So for mm. example, in secondary, there were some like my second secondary, anyway, 
um, I couldn't go in for a few months because I had really bad mental mm. health problems. Mm-hmm. I was so anxious to go in class, mm. so I'd have to sit outside. But um, they were so helpful. They That's literally really made sure, like, especially mental health or other people, they made sure, like, they checked on regularly, yeah. offered, like, counselling and services to go to, and they yeah. said, just take your time. That's really good. So, yeah, I feel like maybe in the UK... Maybe that's why. I mean, the suicide rates obviously are still, but compared to like you know Asia, like I'm not saying that like academic stress mm-hmm. is like the main contributing factor yeah, to suicidal rates, but I'm saying um, it is like one big influence. You know, it's not like yeah. the only influence. Obviously, like you have other such things. Like a big thing in Asia. Like it really like is. I feel like school in Asia is really like it's like kind of your whole life, and like because your social life is also part of school yeah. as well. Mm. I don't know if you guys had this, but like when I was in my p- secondary school, mm-hmm. like the smart kids. So like obviously, you have like the kids that are really good in whatever subject mm. that they do. Mm. They really pride in that, and they will look down on you, and they are really clicky, oh. so they hang out as a group. As well, and no, it's I like don't think we already had that. Yeah, popularity groups. Sorry, yeah, we had like not popular. for like the you know the most intelligent people. It was just like I don't you know, know, like the, the popular kids, cute, just like the vibes. Yeah, the vibes. Yeah. It's literally just that. I think maybe in the UK, like obviously education is important, but it's not as like well. It depends, obviously, but it's not as you know stress. Also, like I think the. I think parents think mm, of education differently yeah. as well. Like in the UK, like English parents, not not necessarily English parents, but parents in general in the UK are much more relaxed. Yeah. But in Asia, I feel like parents are much more stressed about like their kids' ad- academic stuff as yeah. well. Like they're much more involved in it. And like, because everybody's so, like because all parents are so like high strong about it, then like they see other people's kids and they're like, oh, why yeah. is her kid doing better than my kid? And then mm. that comes into like you being compared to like your classmates yeah. because your parents are friends. I feel like here you don't like parents don't oh, really yeah, talk about their kids yeah. like academia. I feel like that's quite a rude thing yeah. to talk about. Yeah, like my yeah, I was thinking that actually, yeah, no parent has ever like talked badly about any of other like kids' grades or stuff like that. It was yeah, more of their behaviour, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. But exactly yeah, more like behaviour. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, like maybe, you know, maybe in Hong Kong it's because it's stress of like family, you know, and then pressure. Mm. And then honestly, you know, when you're talking about the classes and stuff, I'm like so long and then you have cram school that's a lot on kids but also i think kids are disciplined more harshly in asia i think that this is in asia in general i would i would i would speak for a lot of asians i would say (laughs) when i say that like parents in asia are so involved in your life and your education just because um like in yobi as you can see there's a lot of international students mm. and a lot of them are asian mm. no matter where which like every part of asia you can see loads of them like even mm. when you're just walking on campus it's because like parents in parents are just so like you know if you think about it would your parents spend like what 23 grand to send you to another Gosh. country like maybe in the uk i feel like it's not that common no yeah but then in hong kong <coughs> or 
in Asia, it's quite common yeah. that, oh, yeah, I'm going to send my kid to Canada, to UK. I feel like, yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, you're mm. right. It's really not yeah. a thing. Like, if someone says, like, oh, yeah, I sent my, like, my son's studying abroad. He's studying at university. It's like, oh, is it a year abroad? Yeah. It's, it's not like that. you're studying there full time. It's like for a year. Yeah. And plus, it's so hard to get into, like, like international schools, like, yeah. international unis. And also, like, like, I feel like UK, um, the their grading system is not very internationally um how do i say this like it's hard to equivalent to like other yeah exactly so like an ib in international baccalaureate that's quite recognized everywhere but like a levels and gcses are very specialized in the uk no 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 like i i went to international school but i have a lot of people the the general like public went Mm. to local school and quite difficult to translate the grades yeah, well exactly. like for me i was lucky because i went to international school i didn't have to do like an extra english test to come here but oh yeah because you have to do yeah IELTS, right? IELTS, but, but I, you, you didn't have to but. most of my friends that i knew from that were from hong kong they had to do the ielts test as well yeah and that's so another thing yeah on top of like so the studies. it really is like what do you think about it like i don't think kids in hong kong in school had time to like you know go out and like yeah. enjoy a lot of their lives yeah because i know like when i hear about people local kids here whoa so much free time they have a lot of time to do a lot of weird things <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel yeah yeah school is just much more prevalent i would say in asia in general like in the UK, I feel like school isn't as much of a thing. But like, as well, I think because the discipline is so much harsher. Like, like you're allowed, like teachers are allowed to hit you in Asia, right? But I don't know if that's still mm-hmm. a thing. No, 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 not anymore. Okay, but like before. Yeah, my mom used to tell me about my back in the day. Yeah, same, yeah, same. in Thailand, like in the village, you used to go to school. They used to get the stick out and smack her if like oh she, like, even if they did anything like you know, little for legal reasons. Please do not quote this, but um. No, 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 it's yeah. no, because this is like in the past. Yeah, it was know. in the past, but it's like, um, I was so shocked when my mom said that because I was like, what? Obviously, yeah. in the UK, you don't, you can't do that. Yeah, like you can Or can't. maybe they did that before. I think it, back in the olden days. Yeah, no, no, because before, like back in the olden days. But then even then, obviously, with my mum's age, I was like, that reason. Mm. I don't think my mum was hit at school, but it's like, but also, like, your parents hit you in Asia if you don't do well. Yeah, I feel like education wise, in the UK, it kind of stayed the same. Mm. For the system, the system, the system kind of you know doesn't really progress that much. Like you do A levels, A levels has been like that for like they might like upgrade the syllabus, but that's really it. Yeah. But uh, in in Asia, it really like progresses the way kids like deal with the education, like. Like, I- even if you go to cram school, they start bringing out iPads, like, oh. online stuff. Ooh. And, like, education is an industry. Oh, yeah, But in the yeah. UK, it's not. Like, yeah, no, definitely. You just, c- you can see the big difference between yeah. the two. And, you know, honestly, it's, like, a preference whether you like it or not. But, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. I wow. think that is so much that we talked about yeah. education. I feel like I just went back to my yeah, so secondary school days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was so nostalgic. Um, <laughs> I think I think that's probably the end of uh, this topic. Yeah. Well, there's a, we can go on for days. Oh, absolutely. But I think we're gonna end it here mm-hmm. and. 
if anyone has anything to add on to what we just talked about, please let us know. Please DM us because we want to know about how your education experiences were like as well. Yeah, so please let us know. Or if you've got any suggestions on any topics you want us to talk about, then yeah. please DM us on Instagram at Asian underscore variations. But yeah, that is pretty much it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, if you haven't listened to any of our season one episodes, please go check them out. And yeah, please tune in for our next episode. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.